So. <laughs> so. We just watched some episodes of Flip Flappers. Mm-hmm. We did. I. I am. My brain is mush. I had a good yeah, time. As it should be. <laughs> I had a good time, but my brain is mush. I'm glad you both I, had a good time. I had a good time, I, and my brain okay, is not mush. Let's. Let's get this out of the way. Spooky fucking loves this anime. <laughs> yes. And it's got lesbians in it. It's it's lesbians, yeah. There's I le- there's love it. hold on. Hold on. Shush. There's lesbians, there's magical girls, there's cute outfits and pretty colors and good effects. And also there's I, one you, character that has her butt out. Spooky fucking yes. loves this anime. So <laughs> I, I feel like you should mention that the magical girls are the lesbians. Yes. That's yes. quite important. I uh, We'll actually dive into some of my thoughts about it, too. Uh, I do love it, though. You're right. I do love it. Um, Random question Um, that we didn't ask last time. Shocking. Shocking, by the way. Yeah, shocking. Right? That I love it. Shocking. Uh, Who do you think my favorite character was? Because I'm curious. Uh, Okay. I am legitimately... I think it might be... I I think it's actually... I know it's not the twins. I know you don't like the twins that much um so i think it's either oh man it's actually a really hard one is it shinji i think kakona i think kakona so i think you like think kakona and deer thinks yayaka mm-hmm yeah uh it's yayaka good job hey. damn kakona was, Kokona was my original favorite the first time i watched it up until we got to uh certain episodes and then i was like no it's yayaka 100 percent Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay. Also, it's also because coconut, coconut is my second favorite. Co- coconut is also just spooky. Well, She's just spooky. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Kokomo is just spooky. Yes. <laughs> yep, I'm Kokomo. <laughs> also, um, pre- prefacing, we're gonna fuck up these names a lot, and you're yes. not gonna know who's who. <laughs> is it racist? Kind of. <laughs> we're um, well, we're literally just naming them listen, either what they've one, been named or things the, from other animes. One of the characters is literally called Salt. Okay, I'm not gonna get mad at you if you don't remember names. <laughs> okay, yeah, that I, I, the minute the minute it was like Doctor Salt, it was like okay, yeah, no, I have no respect Salt. for any of these fucking names anymore. And I mean. <sighs> It could have been worse, but also it was literally cocoa and pers- parsnip. No, paprika, and you know, I yeah. why par- why did I say parsnip? I don't know, but parsnip. I don't know. Also Maybe works. you just really want a parsnip. Maybe. <laughs> um. So, <sighs> what did you guys think? I okay. So I mean, do we, we watched what? Fi- so we watched episodes three, five, and nine. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. We had a so, choice. Dude, hmm? do, do you want to explain the first one then, dear? Me, then you, then me? Sure. Um, sure. So, we're walking in the sand, and someone's really sweaty and very anime, and there's a ship. Oh, yeah. There's a ship out at the ocean of sand, but it's also an ocean, and there's some plants there, but none of them are full of water or food, and so the person is sad. And so the person collapses into the sand, and then a baby walks up. Mm-hmm. And then it was the anime mm-hmm. intro. And I'm not mm-hmm. 100% sure it isn't Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be real. Do you have any, do you have any uh, noteworthy uh, moments from the, the intro? Because I have one specifically. <laughs> Is it the Ku Klux Klan? because yeah, my, my notes just go twi- what is this what is this Twilight Zone ass intro because it has the, the radio uh, the vocal thing and it's like okay anime intro whatever and then there's like two frames 
of like guys that straight up either are in the clan or are the their 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 group is heavily inspired yes. by the clan, Something. and it's like. Yes. Uh, there's just clansmen. Yes. Okay, there's clansmen there, in the show. What there, the there's fuck? a group that's in a pointed hood outfit, and we're just like, that's yeah. just the clan. Like, that's the just them. The a white one, too. It's what? very... And, and not, not yeah, the, left, the lead one is their white. Apparent, their apparent leader, by the looks of it, is in a white yeah. robe. Mm-hmm. And also, so it's like, also, the other ooh. leaders were in red robes, can I point out? Red and blue. There yes. were some blue ones. Yeah. Oh my I god. Just, <laughs> this is a fucking trip. It was. On the show. It was. Um. Anyway, keep going. So we we cut back to the girl who fainted, and there's some cat people, and they've chained her up and taken her flip flops, her flip flops, her flip flop flops, <laughs> and one cat person goes, "She's a really rare thing, so you're scary, but don't be scary." And then she gives her water and takes her for a walk, even though she's still chained up, and. They talk about how people take turns doing crops, and she thanks them for helping her, and then it turns into Mad Max very quickly. (laughs) Whenever whenever you guys were explaining, like, at the beginning, like, you were like, this is Twilight Zone, this is Star Wars, this is that, I was just like, I can't wait till we get to the actual reference. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like I can't wait till it just becomes Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, it literally it yeah, literally it was literally just oh Mad Max meets gay porn. Yes, yeah. gay porn yeah. Mad Max, yes. <laughs> I um, I choked on my water with, with, like with Dear said Skeletor splashed in. Yeah. Yes. Which, yeah. I um, literally when you said Mad Max meets gay porn, I like started choking like <laughs> So good. Anyway. Um so redheaded girl is looking for a friend of the name by the name Kokona. And I just started calling her Coco after a while. Um, Which, and yeah. the cat that's taking care of her is like, I saw a falling star once and it split into two. And she's like, oh, can you tell me where that was? That is my friend. And they're like, no, but we have sweet potatoes that you can eat. But then they're suddenly attacked by the Mad Max ship and they crush all their crops and they want to steal their stuff. And they pour, <laughs> they pour water into their pants. Yep. And then they shoot a crossbow at one of the elders. And then Redhead comes up and just, like, catches the arrow and snaps it in half. And I'm like, fuck you. And her name is Paprika. Uh, But she's just Paprika. And there's also apparently a small anime figure who commands all the Mad Max characters. And there's also a really, really big gay Mad Max man with a hook. And an extremely defined butt. Very. It was, like, weirdly extremely defined. So he starts to fight Papika, and just she just, like, flicks the weapon away from him, and she's like, go fuck away. Go fuck away. And they're like, oh my god, she's a freak. And then we- Lord Humongous. <laughs> That's who I thought he was. Yes. And Sorry, I spent forever trying <clears throat> to remember who he reminded me of with it. And then for a second, we cut back to- <laughs> We cut back to a bar scene, and there's someone, like, taking a drink while the fight's going on, and it doesn't really make much sense, but I think I know who it is now. Um, and then the little master comes down, and apparently it's Kokona, but with a mask. And I was just like, oh, Kokona's just a bitch. And then there's some guitar music, and they're having a fight. So it's Kokona, but it's also <laughs> not Kokona, and Papika goes to fight her, and there's an anime fight. And... Do you want to... 
Do you want to see my notes? <laughs> yes, sure. Let's go. Because my, my, my notes for the anime fight are just in all caps. This is all in caps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kokona, fighting, Super Saiyan, she stinks, bonk, Spooky is free. <laughs> yeah. So, That's, yeah. Yeah. I wrote a little bit more. I said it's the dance of miracles, apparently, that they're going to watch. And then both of them turn Super Saiyan and anime fights some more. <laughs> but then one of them smells like something. So Pappy headbutts the other one and it just kind of works, even though she has a helmet on. And then the helmet snaps in two, making her less Maybe. crazy and she's crying. And it's just spooky inside, honestly. Yeah. And yeah, it really is. Kakona really is just spooky in this episode. Because in the yeah. first episode, she even wears glasses. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the Mad Max uh, porn men are very excited about how cute Corona is. And, uh, <laughs> and then a little cat rolls up uh, to the little girl from earlier, and it's actually a girl? And apparently she found Coconut in a temple that was an illusion, and... They have a robot. It's a sex temple. They we'll get to that. And there's a robot named Boo Chan. And then they walk a little bit, and there's just straight up a bloodborne BDSM <laughs> orgy going on. And Boo Chan legitimately wants some pussy, but then gets yeah, killed. Boo Chan's looking for that Putin tang. Yes. <laughs> and so they put a helmet on Kokona, and the mask amplifies the feelings that Kokona already has. Which is that she really wanted to punch Paprika, and then an arrow hits the demon girl from the Portman, and she's just like, "What the fuck?" and like takes it out, and then her her stockings become Bayonetta and all kill the Portman, and then the cat people drag away Paprika, and Kokona is apparently empty inside. And Paprika is hungry, so she's also empty inside yeah. technically, and so she goes to take her shard. And I'm going to be real, I first typoed that and it said shart, which, I, look, <laughs> which... You need to, yeah, yeah, mention where it is. Yeah, we're getting to that. Which, the shard is up her pants, <laughs> on her inner thigh, yep. up by her underwear. It is just like, okay. Well, the, the worst part about that is that the scene she's like, okay, well, it's time to take your shard. And then the camera just pan, like, cuts <laughs> immediately to her underwear Mm -hmm. and like you see the evil girl's hand go up her thigh and it's like no 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 bad touch okay so so paprika's awake now because she ate a sweet potato and it made her go to full power so then she then feeds coco part of the sweet potato which makes them both go super saiyan and not even ghost girl's stockings can stop them and then there's an anime gr- girl transformation, and they turn into each other. But Butterfly Team yeah. Rocket arms. Yeah. Cat palette swaps. They palette swap. Yeah. But they're also, they also have butterfly wings, and they're Team Rocket now. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Shadow Girl at one point looks... I, I noticed it. I don't think Gam did. They're fighting Shadow Girl. And they both come in from, like, one goes from the right side and one comes from the left side to punch her and squish her or whatever. And it cuts to Shadow Girl, and her eyeballs are both looking different directions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, mine, my, um, uh, okay, th- okay. I, for that scene, I just wrote, she's getting off to all this, because she, like, looked oh, really Oh, yeah, it was definitely, yeah. I mean, she's 
definitely into she BDSM. Yes, <laughs> shit in general. Um, so they obviously have beaten her at this point, but then she turns into basically what looked like an Oracle of Ages boss that punches them into outer space. We're not. We're getting there. And the planet is a meatball. No, I just, I, I hate how right you yeah. are. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? She looks nothing like, oh god, actually, no, you're fucking right. <laughs> and, and so the planet is a meatball, by the way. It's meatwad. Planet meatwad. Yes. So then a young porn man sees a shooting star off in a village. He's like, mommy, look. <laughs> and then they land. And then they turn their weapons instead into a big gun that goes pew to fight back against the Oracle of Age boss's laser butthole. (sighs) And then everyone's really happy. And then Papika looks at Coco and basically I just wrote really like 20 times. She really, 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 et cetera, et cetera, really likes her. Um, (laughs) Okay, but Gam. Gam. Then Mega Man shows up and A2 as well. And then yeah. there's also a blonde version of them that shows up that we later named yeah. Shinji. And well, we, I initially called them Shinji, and then I was like, wait, no. You were like, no, they look more like that other one from Evangelion. I was like, I fucking know Evangelion. Well, okay, so, so I think we messed up who's who for us. Because Mega Man, for me, was one of the twins. And then the, I think, yeah. And then the other twin was yeah. A2, and I was like, actually, that kind of looks like the other guy. I forget his name again. From Evangelion. I think my problem is, I I yeah. just meant I should have just said Evangelion guy because yeah. like the only Evangelion guy I know is Shinji. So yes. I was like, that's the guy from Evangelion. Yeah. So Mega Man, who you call Mega Man, I called Shinji. Mm-hmm. A two, we all agreed was A two. <laughs> yeah. And then the last one, I was like, oh, that's Mega Man because like Yayaka has like this this like heads up. So uh, Sentai type So I agreed, that makes it look but like Mega Man. because the male twin had like a Buster Gun looking thing, that's why I thought you were calling him Mega Man. So oh yeah. no, I went by like the. Helmet. I thought the same okay, thing Deer did. I thought the same thing Deer did. Okay, so back to the episode because so, we're not done yet. Moral of the story: Gam doesn't fucking know. Anna. It's okay. That's fine. So the monster melts away, and they take a gem from it because they landed the last hit, and they're absolute cheaters. And I went, oh, they're the rival bad guys. Got it. And they go, hey, how did you transform? Actually, never mind. Bye. And they talk about how her hole was really high up. So that's a thing. Um, So they make a hole in the ground and jump into it. But then Papika shoves her head into it, which does a black hole effect thing that stretches her neck the entire way with her hand and she like pops out the other side and she sees the clan there and they're hanging out. Um, and then she's like pulled back in and then we cut to the clan again and they're in a building shaped like a butt plug where the clan man (laughs) general major takes the, the gym thingy and makes a donation to the butt plug. And then one of the girls suddenly wakes up because it was just a dream, right? And yells into the... She... Okay. She... She yells into the darkness, calling out for salt. And this is just... This is just Blue's Clues. This is Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper, and they had a baby named Paprika, and that's actually a thing that happened in Blue's Clues, and I fucking hate this. 
And then we had an anime outro. And then we learned that Yakuga was Coco's friend from way back when. But then they're late and also live in the real world. And then Coco's grandmother is worried about her and she got a call from cram school. And she's just like, I hope you're okay. And then the episode ended. It's... It's... (laughs) Oh, there's so much... (laughs) My mind was melted by the end of this one, mm-hmm. and then it was like, okay, no, I think I, the next episode, it was like, okay, I think I've got this. And then the third one, I was just like, what? <laughs> anyway, Spooky, do you have anything interesting to say about this episode? Um, I will say this is probably the one of the weirder episodes in the anime, uh, which is you don't one say. of the main You don't ones. say. It's, really, it's a really fun episode, which is why I wanted to show it to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um... There are some things I want to bring up, but I think I'm going to wait until after, um, Mm -hmm. whenever I'm explaining a little bit more about the series, so. Yeah. Uh, but one thing I will say really quick, it's really funny that you guys kept, like, making offhanded Evangelion references, because this show is (laughs) very inspired by Evangelion. Actually. I I was gonna say, like, the, the minute we got to the next episode, I was like... Is this, like, are, like, the early episodes of this show, kind of, like, every episode is, like, a new kind of world or whatever that they go to, and it's, like, kind of a reference to, if not a specific property, but, like, a a conglomeration of different things. Like, this one was, like, kind of like a Mad Max meets, like, uh, I don't know what you call it, like a, I mean anime dragon ball type yeah thing. there are references mm-hmm. throughout and that one definitely had sailor moon reference mad max reference dragon ball reference mm-hmm. um so on and so forth dragon d's nuts but uh the whole series is very inspired by like evangelion they're actually very similar uh, to each other uh so it's really yes. funny that you guys just without seeing those episodes specifically were like yeah evangelion like salt is uh like designed to look like gendo um, so it's just really fucking funny that you guys kept accidentally making references. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially but, since I've never seen Yeah, Evangelion. exactly. That's why yes. it was so funny. As soon as Gav was like, yeah, he looks like the guy from Evangelion, I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So. Anyway, okay, so... Oh, fucking hell. The next episode. This one wasn't as we... crazy, so... The next one I, I, I like quite a lot because it's kind of really interesting. I, 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 my, the, the thing that kind of annoyed me a bit was that they, like, the minute the, the, the premise got interesting, they were like, we can't do this anymore. We have an anime show to, <laughs> we have an anime, like, plot to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, but this is just getting interesting. Um, so anyway, uh, we open on episode five and they're in Neverland, I guess, because, like, we open up on the, like, Big Ben clock tower type thing, but it's red, and it's dark, and there's nothing oh. around. Um, we don't see anything. Uh, and then we cut back to, like, what I guess is the real world, quote-unquote, and it's, like, this guy who I thought was Dr. Salt at first, but then Speaker was like, no, Dr. Salt's the other guy. This guy is, I don't know his name, he's some <sighs> sort of pink-haired dude, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna call him Don't Like This Guy pink hair now, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we're not going to really talk about him that much. Yeah. Um, uh, and then it, they were like, okay, girls, you got to get in the get get in your boxes and we'll send you to Magic Land. 
Uh, so they, they like sit in these weird boxes in this kind of prison cell looking room. And then they're like, they have that touching moment of, uh, Paprika sitting above, uh, uh, Corone, and <laughs> she like lowers her hand underneath and they hold hands and it's really cute. And then like light goes and then suddenly the, it's just Silent Hill. They're in a school. <laughs> it's dark. It's silent. It's a spooky Silent Hill. And then the camera cuts behind him, and oh shit, it's uh, uh, Yamaka. It's um, the <laughs> guy from Evangelion. Um, oh. They're in here too, wearing a school uniform. What the fuck's going on? And then we get that sweet intro again. And it's like, whoa, this is, this is Feast for the Eyes. Kawaru, um, by the way. Kawaru? Uh, no, Evangelion guy. Um... Then, then Spooky said, "This is the horror episode," and I was like, "Yeah, I fuck it. Yeah, I guess that." <laughs> like, it's like, "Oh no, they got lightning." Okay. Um, uh, then, then we cut to them exploring the school, and it's like there's skeletons. Like they they cut to like science labs in the school, and there's like the 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 statues and skeletons and body diagrams. Ooh, spooky. And then Paprika sneaks up on Kokomo and scares the shit out of her. Um, and they have a cute little moment where it's like, don't do that to me, that was scary. Uh, and then they open up another door. And there's just this group of schoolgirls with no faces. And it's like, oh, okay, they got no faces. And then they all look up. It's like, oh, they have faces. They're just squiggly black hole faces. And they say good day in like a... The, the only way I could really describe it is if like their audio was passed through a didgeridoo. Yes. Is what it kind of sounds like. And I kind of like that. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, then they're like, oh shit, we gotta run. They're gonna come after us and kill us because, I oh, don't know, we're prejudiced. Um, so they start running and they're like, oh shit, a staircase. And then they run up the staircase, but then instead of the floor that separates two staircases, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. And this doesn't... I realize this doesn't come back at all or mean anything. It's just there and it's like oh no we we can't and then they just jump over the banister instead and it's like okay that was cool um and then they're on the roof and it's like oh sweet we made it to the roof with the rain and everything it's raining and then paprika falls to the ground and there's blood all over her yep. and kokomo is like what why it's just rain and then the rain turns to blood and she falls down and falls unconscious too mm -hmm. and it's like oh shit what the hell is going on here uh and then they wake up and they're having a bath a nice warm bath uh, Kokomo wakes up and she's like, "Oh shit, what's going on? Hey, uh, Paprika, what are you? What are you? What are we doing here?" And Paprika's like, "Fuck off! I'm having a nice warm bath. I'm gonna sleep." Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, Corone notices that the the faceless girls are watching them. They're like, "Oh no, they're gonna kill us!" But then they come and bring them towels and like get them dressed in school uniforms, and they just want to be nice to them. They mm -hmm. feed them some food, and then they 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 like do some embroidery but then ouch uh kokomo uh pricks her finger on accident oh no and then uh paprika takes her finger and goes um and uh puts her mouth around her finger to suck out the blood because she's a vampire i guess mm -hmm. um uh and that this point i was like oh okay are the group gonna try and steal their faces or something or is like they're gonna be like slowly more and more become like the faceless girls is that what this okay i'm liking this i'm liking where this is going and then like it cuts to uh evangelion guy being like all moody 
and like seeing them go through this, I was like, okay, so something clearly is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the two girls are back in a room now. They're in like a, a dormitory room, and there's this creepy ass fucking doll in there. And uh, Corona doesn't like it, so she turns the doll away, and it's like, ew, no, don't like this. Uh, and then they go to sleep, and then they wake up again, and they're like, ah, it's nice in the morning. The door Hi. opens, and it's the faceless girls, and they're like, good day, and they're like, oh, hello. And so then they go out and they they do they do some like reading, then they do some like tea drinking, and they eat some biscuits, and then they do embroidery, and then Kokone accidentally pricks herself, and then Paprika then sucks on a finger, Ooh. and then they go to bed, but just before they go to bed, Kokone notices that there's a creepy ass doll in the room, so she turns it away. Then they go to sleep. And then they wake up and then Oh, nice morning. And the door opens, and it's the faceless girls, and they're like, good day, and they're like, okay, what are we doing today? And then they go out, and then they do some reading, and then they do some tea drinking, and they eat some biscuits, and they do embroidery, and then Karuna Beer pricks her finger, hey. and then Paprika's like, oh no, hey, damn. and sucks her finger. Yes, dear? This sounds like it's repeating. Yeah, hmm, I, in my notes, I've just written, live, die, repeat, where's Tom Cruise? <laughs> um... <laughs> All right. Remember that movie? That kind of okay movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, this keeps going on until uh, Yayaka comes in and wakes up Coco in the middle of the night. And it's like, hey, have, how have you not fucking noticed you're in a time loop? And then Coco's like, what? And then they talk about something about stones and pure illusion and worlds. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm understanding. Like, is pure illusion, like this like I, I think the analogy I went for was like the internet kind of but not really it's like separated worlds are based around like ideas or something where they're guarding these stones or something and like the uh, Evangelion guy and the twins get to this place through a butthole in the clansmen's headquarters and the the two schoolgirls that we follow get to this world through boxes in a prison cell um it's like, it's, it's like an internet type thing? Ah, oh, fucking no. Uh, and then we're like, we get like, backstory on like, okay, we gotta collect the Animorphs, which is what they call the stones. They're like, mm-hmm. we need them. Uh, you got shards that give power and shit, and it's like, okay, whatever. Uh, and then Coco's afraid of failure, of course. And then the giggling shadow girls ha- are there, and it's, oh no! Ooh, spooky! Oh. Um, and then... Uh, Coco's like, okay, we, we, we gotta break out of this loop. We gotta go find the the stone to get out of here. Oh. Accomplish our mission. Oh. And um, uh, then they go to leave. But then, boo! The robot! Remember oh. that robot? I forgot to mention the robot. The robot oh. was also with yeah. the... Oh. Uh, the robot also joined in on the time loop. But now... Oh, oh no! Robot's face is gone! Oh. And it's... It's it's got like a squiggly black hole face. Oh no! Uh, um, so they tie day. up the robot and then they go looking. Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying? I speaking? just said the robot says good day. <laughs> oh, it does. Oh yeah, it says good day like all yeah. the other giggling girls. Uh, um, this is so, so then scary. they're like, okay, I magically know what we need to look for now. <laughs> um, they're like, here's room one, room two, room three, room four, and it's like room twelve is important. It's like what? How do you know that? It's like. Because the number 12 is missing from my watch. It's like, I mean, yeah, but how do you get to that leap of logic? Um, so then they like, wait, this is where room 12 should be, but there's nothing here. 
and then they like go to open it they can't find it somehow paprika hits a switch or something but oh no the the spooky girls i have noticed them and the the chimes hitting 11 or the midnight i forgot which it was and then they hit the girls rush up to them and they crowd around them and then the girls wake up again and it's a brand new day uh and they they go to try it again they skip the day they go at night time they're gonna go okay we need more we have more time now we know what we're looking for they go through it's like oh shit we gotta run and then they see a2 and mega man and fucking uh wait what do we call the other one again uh, A2, Mega Man, and... Uh, Evangelion guy. Uh, Evangelion. No, Evangelion guy is who... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's why I, I called him Evangelion guy. Sorry. But, no, wait, Evangelion guy is... Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Every time I've said Evangelion guy the past five minutes, I meant Mega Man. Oh, gotcha. Um, whoops. Uh, ignore he me. Meant anyway, they're at a clock tower now. <laughs> yeah, I meant Yayako, who's Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're at the clock tower. And they're like, okay, we gotta transform to get to the top of Clock Tower, because Clock Tower's got the secret in it. It's got the stone, the Philosopher's Stone. So they're like, oh shit, transform. But only one of them transforms. Um, the other one can't transform because she's a little bitch. Uh, and so as they're trying to climb the, the Clock Tower and race the other three, Redness, whatever, Blobby something, reaches out to grab them all, and Yayaka's talking about resolve and being a fucking weird bitch like really mm-hmm. like weird sundere bitch towards coco um and coco's like i'm just trying to fucking survive here um and yaka's like the the twins the other two keep going up the clock tower and coco's like why do you still follow them they didn't give a shit about you and yaka's like well, it's because i have the resolve to live you'll you don't understand yeah. and then we see paprika fly down screaming uh, corona's name to try and chase after her, to like save her, and then they go flying back up, and then up oh, they didn't make it all the way. But then Coco transforms, and they make it all the way up. Oh. The bell rings, and then the anamorph crystal falls, and then uh, the twins or someone catches it. This is where I lost steam in the episode because like the thing that captivated me the most like didn't matter. It's like oh okay, so the horror thing's just gone. Okay. So it's like, all I've written in my notes is stop asking about Resolve. <laughs> I'm tired of this. Because, mm-hmm. like, Yayaka says something about, like, if you had better Resolve, you'd be able to get the crystal, something, something. I'm able to get these. I'm stronger because I, I have the stronger Resolve. And the twins are just like, we want to go home. And Paprika's just like, I'm Paprika. Uh, <laughs> and then it's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I wrong about Paprika, though? (laughs) That's the perfect way to describe Paprika. It's just, I'm Paprika! It really is. Mm -hmm. I'm Paprika! Um, is there anything you wanted to add to that, dear? Um, let me go through my notes real quick, because I take better notes than Gam does. Um, there was the whole part where they were trying to figure out their, uh, personal object or whatever to transform with where they were looking at shells that mm-hmm. was a thing oh yeah the, the, the entire time you were like coco can't transform because her precious thing is um uh, paprika uh, paprika and so she can't she has to be holding paprika but it turns out her like precious thing was just a twig or no. something it, or was uh, it? so it was a conductor's stick but i was just like that's dumb oh it was a conductor's baton? so yep okay the thing with that is, at the beginning, I, and I think both of you might have missed this, I'm not sure, at the beginning, whenever they're, like, trying to figure, like, 
Papika's like, yeah, I have this whole bag of things that are special items to me, and, like, all of it's, like, essentially junk, and you're supposed mm-hmm, to pick, yeah. like, the item that means the most to you. Um, and Kokona's like, I have my pet rabbit, and they're like, well, you can't fucking use that, obviously. Yeah. Can I, can I uh, just really quickly note uh-huh. that her pet rabbit kind of looks like, I was, like, trying to remember what it kind of reminded uh-huh. me of. It reminds me, I know you've probably not played, uh, Ratchet Gladiator, or Ratchet Deadlocked, whatever it's called in the U.S., uh, but there's a little thing in it called Oh, Slugger, God, it does. And I've just posted a picture of it, and it looks exactly <laughs> fucking like it. Huh. It's perfect. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a little pet. In uh, it's fucking uh, uncanny to me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so Papika's basically like, I can't choose between this bracelet or this really smooth stick that I think is just a really smooth stick that just kind of looks <laughs> like a conductor's baton. That's what they, they call, call it. it a conductor's baton. Yeah. Yeah, they call it that, but it looks like a fucking stick. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so whenever Coconut's like, well, this is the only thing valuable. Like, this is my most prized treasure is my pet rabbit. And they're like, well, you can't use that. Papika's just like, here, take this stick then, since I like it a lot. Ah, uh, um, okay, so dear, what? Like, I, yeah. I kind of was thinking it, but I was like, I don't think, like, it doesn't seem to be yeah. let that way, but I guess but, you were kind of right in that sense yeah. that it was like Paprika is... Yeah. Mm. But the thing with that... That is an interesting way Is they... Can only transform when their hearts are feeling the same way. So it's not about the object that they're holding. It's about when you have your prized possession with you, you get very happy because you love that Sorry. thing. It's not about the deck. It's about the heart of yes. the cards. Yes, yes, it's about the heart of the cards. But yeah, that's what it um, is. They can only get to pure illusion uh, when they're like on the same wavelength type thing. Um, and it's, like, the same thing when they're transforming. Like, they need to be, like, feeling the same way. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I would mention also, I believe, I don't know if Game Police mentioned this, because I zoned out for the last few seconds, Mm -hmm. um, that, uh, Shinji saves them. Oh, Yayaka, or, wait. Yeah, Yayaka saves them, yeah. I got confused yeah, as to she who saves... Shinji was again. <laughs> so she saves them, and then she's like, all right, now give me the gem, because I said so. And Coco's like, mm, no. And they're like, do you have the oh, resolve? Yeah. And then it ends. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. That's that's where I, like, tuned out. Like, the minute, like, the, the bell tower went away, I was like, oh, yeah. I'm tuned yeah. out. I'm um, gone. So this episode's actually really cool. Um, it is. So it it's... Until it wasn't. The, uh, sorry, the, uh, creator of the show, um, I, I, I don't know, I really like the show, because he basically was just like, here's all these things that I like, and all these things I find interesting, all these things that are, like, interesting to me in concept, and whatever, uh, and went with it, and, uh, mm-hmm. with episode five specifically, uh, it's playing on all of the anime where... They set up characters as though they're almost in a relationship, specifically two girls, where the end game of the of the show is that they don't get into mm-hmm. a relationship. And that happens all the time in anime, uh, and especially before. And a lot of the times it takes place, like, in a all-girls school where, like, they do shit like embroidery and all of the yeah. shit you see them do. And, um, he looked at that and was like, what if we made this horror? Because 
the whole thing is part of part of the series is it's Kokona's like coming out story. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Reading reading that that specifically about like why they made that specifically part of the horror. It's like yeah. no, that that makes it making it then like okay, no, it is one hundred percent about Kokona's yes. like coming out, like uh, breaking out of society's yeah. uh, chains and becoming who she wants yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, Ellipsian. They they have, that's like the reason why they like end up breaking out of it, uh, and why it's like seen like I don't know such a good thing is it's like Kokona's mm-hmm. breaking out of that uh, stereotype of like oh yeah we're gonna like blush around each other and cuddle at night and you're gonna suck on my fucking finger but we're not dating you know and it's her uh, breaking yeah. out of those uh, stereotypes which is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked that episode. I really liked when I read about that, because I was like, oh, that's really neat. And I love the idea of making it into horror. Uh, I don't know. I I enjoy it quite a bit. No, yeah, yeah. I, I, because I, the, it actually, I feel like it only really works with horror, yes. because yeah. it's like, the horror of conformity, uh, the, the repetitiveness of this type of conformity is horror to someone who does not fit in that uh, system does not fit into that style of uh, life that they want you to go for. It is pure horror because it's like it is existentially agony for yeah. you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, I really, I really enjoy that episode. Uh, I, I am glad in the end that, that you guys chose that one over six because I think I can, exp- I can sum up six pretty well. But, uh, let's... Alright, go for uh, it. Six uh, looks, no, go for I'll it. I'll be honest. Right by, now. The, by the thumbnail of Six, it looked like some real, like, uh, flashy love-love anime type shit. Not well, no, spo- really. Spooky, let... No, Spooky, let's go. Explain oh, Six, Oh, I'm let's explaining go. Six right... Okay. I was gonna wait till after Nine, but that's fine. I can explain Six. Uh, essentially, in Episode Six, uh, there's this character that kind of is recurring. You see her from time to time. Coconut talks to her. Uh, she is in the art club, and Coconut talks to her a lot. And um, episode six is kind of about her. Uh, it starts with Coconut talking to her, and she says she makes some offhanded comment. She has fingernail polish. She paints, and Co- or uh, Coconut's like, "Oh, you can use fingernail polish to like paint on canvas too." And she's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Well, something about painting her nails." And she's like, "No, I." can't paint my nails and it's just kind of offhanded you don't really get it uh mm. so oh. then they go to pure illusion and uh it's okay. just coconut and pure illusion and she's younger and Ooh. she's talking to this lady that she keeps referring to as like her aunt or something uh and uh they're like really close and they Essentially, Coconut and Papika end up, like, switching places as being this kid. And their name isn't Coconut or Papika while they're the kid. Their name is Iro. And, um... Oh, I was gonna ask if their name was Toucan Sam. Yeah, Toucan (laughs) Sam. Uh, So whenever uh, Coconut's Iro, she's, like, with the auntie having a great time. And Papika is just in a room alone, uh, being sad. And, um... They end up finding out, essentially, that that is, they're, like, reliving Iro's past. Uh, and Iro is 
the art club girl. Uh, and mm -hmm. it's like reliving her traumas. And her traumas are uh, the, the aunt got dementia and they used to paint their nails together and stuff. And the aunt, aunt made her promise, hey, if I ever forget who you are, can you please tell me who you are? Remind me of that. So, um, essentially, whenever the aunt asks her, um, you know, who, what's your name? Sorry, I don't remember you. Uh, Iro, as a little girl, freaked out. It scared her. She ran away. And she's always felt guilt about that. So while they're in pure illusion, they go to the aunt and they say who they are and they resolve those issues. Uh, and the next time they see Iro at school... After they come out of Pure Illusion, she has her nails painted, implying that she feels like she can do Aww. that again, which that shows she has a trauma. yes, which shows and finally that's how trauma. Yeah, works. well, mm. um, it shows that Pure Illusion is actually them going into people's subconsciouses. So mm. wait, yes. So this is Psychonauts. Uh, sure. <laughs> Have you okay? Have you no, played Psychonauts? No, I have not. Is no. that okay? So Psychonauts is essentially okay. It, okay, I'm gonna boil down. I'm not gonna spoil it okay. for anyone. I'll give you the basic premise because it's a really good game. You should play it. Uh, government has basically gathered a whole heap of children that have psychic abilities okay. and taken them to a camp where they're basically trained to become psychic super soldiers. And the entire point of the game is you go inside people's minds and like sift through their subconscious to like find bits of information and like uh live through experiences they've had etc and you basically discover the plot of what's going on and it's like whoa, whoa yeah what? you you say like it's that that it's like it's just anime psychonauts yeah kind of <laughs> yeah um it, there's a lot there's a lot that has went into the series and I really love it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I, I'll continue a little bit more about that after we discuss episode nine. Mm -hmm. Let's go okay. ahead and do that. Uh, episode nine. Um, um, okay. Me, um, <laughs> me. It's me. Get the fuck out of here. Go away. Get well, off. It's both of us. No, get off my shit. Shinji is getting ready for school and the KKK needs to talk to them, okay? A2, Kaoru, and Miku in these notes, by the way. <laughs> Mini Miku. Yes. So A2, Kawaru, and Miku, which is a character Mini that Miku. is to replace Shinji, are going into the illusion without her because she's not needed. She's like, clan member, give me a chance. And they're like, all right, this is your last chance. And then there's the anime intro. And Whoa. we see Coco and Paprika uh, back at school eating lunch of a rice ball, but it's uh, it's actually a ball. It's like the size of her head. And it's an entire Salisbury steak inside a rice ball <laughs> with french fries, carrots, broccoli. steak, <laughs> broccoli, gravy, like all of it. And it actually sounds fantastic, can I just say? Yeah. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> and then for some reason, Coco is really upset. Um, about someone called Mimi, and then there's an entire Salisbury steak thing moment where they're like, try a bite, you like these things, and she's like, no. Um, and then Coco goes to water some plants and doesn't want to go home with Papika, but then they go home, and she's floating on a surfboard, 
Let me just change that. Surfboard and... Did you say skateboard? Because initially I, I said skateboard too. I said surg. I said surgboard for typos. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Paprika's really confused because Coco is upset. And they're like, you didn't even like the carrots. And she's like, you think I'm someone else or something. And, I'm, and you're self-centered. And drama, drama. They're fighting now. So they go back into their closet and go off on an adventure. But there's a really cute moment where they're still holding hands while they go. It's really still good. Still hold hands. <laughs> it's like when you get in the fight with your boyfriend, but you still love each other. So you hold hands. They're gay. They're really gay. Can I just say, um, <laughs> I, I actually don't like uh, Coconut and Papika together. I prefer Coconut and Yayaka. So. Of course. Wow. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Spooky is a piece of shit. It's true. Wow. I'll, you'll, so, I'll explain more. But anyway. So so now we're in space, and Shinji can't find the shard or the mech, and Shinji's sus as fuck. And Papika and Coco land in a white room and don't know where they are, but also are still fighting. And then Coco sees the shard, and Papika runs after it, and then Coco turns into a Super Saiyan and runs after it faster. And then Papika also swooshes into a Super Saiyan and goes after them. But then A2 stops them, and they drop their own crystal that they had. And then A2 and Mega Man all make a grab for the gym, and they get wrapped up in some pasta. And mm, then yum, Shinji yum. goes to fight Papika, and the twins and Coco are trying to get out, but nothing works. <sighs> and the room can't be destroyed physically, but they can see the fight outside, but they can't hear anything. And the shards are apparently to make a wish... And the twins propose an armistice until they get out, and then Pap- Coco's like, yeah, sure, and then like, wow, I can't believe you fucking believe that. Um, <laughs> and then we learned A2 and Mega Man's names, and I just didn't give a fuck. Toto and Yu I don't care. I don't care who no, they are. No, 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 we don't mm. care about their names. Uh, I, I would like to note that, um, oh no, no, just keep going, I'll mention my, my notes when they become Okay. Fun. Um, so they're hanging out in the pasta, and apparently Buchan has a brain inside of him. Yeah, yeah it's a real human like, brain. It's not like it's not just like a, a pig's brain. It's an, it's a human brain. There's, yeah, and they're like, and like the twins are like poking at it. it yeah. uh. There's an episode where they go into uh, Buchan's subconscious. By the way. Okay. <laughs> well, that's. Well, let me guess. They see big fat anime. Nope, that's titties. the one with yeah. the the city that I was explaining to you guys before we started recording. Okay. Anyway, okay. um, so uh, Shinji and Papika are outside being really tired, running around and fainting. And then Shinji sits up and has food, and Papika's like, "Give me that!" And she's like, mm, "Only for your gym." And they're like, mm, "No." So Papika pretends to faint, and then when Shinji gets close, she takes a bite out of her snack without uh, her. Uh, and then the twins lift up Coco's skirt for some reason and mention that A2 can read lips and then sows even more seeds of dissent about what... <laughs> Sorry, just the way that you yeah. said that. They lift up her skirt and say that one of them can read lips. I, d- do you, d- d- did you mean vagina lips? What does that mean? What does that mean, Okay, they lift up her skirt, they talk about her gym for a second, then they cut to them staring out the window, trying to figure out what Papika and Shinji are saying, and A2's like, I can read lips and know what they're saying, and basically goes, Papika fucking hates you. Like, that's what she's saying, obviously, even though that's not what she's saying at all. 
Um, so Coco gets sad, and then when the Coco gets sad, the pasta reacts to it. And then <laughs> Shinji is upset that Papika loves Coco. And apparently Shinji knows Coco way before Papka does. And then yeah. the twins learn that the pasta reacts to Coco. And then we see a flashback of Grandma dropping off Coco at the hospital. And Shinji is there and they're both getting tests done. So then Shinji wants to r- run away with her. And they gay as fuck. And then... the <sighs> I Question, real quick. Do, do we get any information on... Why it res- why the spaghetti bowl nope. uh, responds to Coco? Nope. Uh, um, it, so- it has to do with, um, like I said before, with like their hearts feeling the same thing. Mm. Okay, that's so like how they that's how they use magic. Beloved, yeah, that's how they use magic. I'm surprised you don't like this game. It's very everything you love. Anyway. Uh, so I mean... the the window Coco was looking into is getting darker as she remembers all these things, and it, the kids are running away and having fun. They're like, "They'll never find us here!" And then they're found. <laughs> and <laughs> Grandma is excited that Coco made a friend, and Paprika's excited because Coco's excited, and Paprika keeps trying to open up the pasta because she doesn't have enough determination. She doesn't deserve to be with Coco, so Shinji fucking kicks Paprika. It, the fucking gut like just no real reason and they're screaming each other's names through the pasta and then the pasta's like oh fuck and is destroyed and then they hold hands and they're gay again and it's great um and we find out in another flashback that actually the KKK has taken over Shinji as a baby and made her to be friends with Coco so that they can do something and oh the... really? I don't remember that. Yeah, that happened. Really? It was a yeah that that was the scene, but yeah, yeah that's the thing oh, that okay, happened. Okay. So the twins tell her uh, Shinji to fuck up Coco, and she's like, "All right, I know." And so then they f- like go to fight, and then Coco is stuck with Shinji, and Papika is stuck with the twins, and that's a fight. And then Coco's like, I don't want to transform and fight you. And then when they start actually fighting, uh, there's scenes of their childhood shows up around them. But then the pictures slowly oh. turn into Papika and Coco. And then oh. Coco gets her shit kicked in. Um, oh. And Shinji takes the gym from her. And they're like, all right, get oh. the other one, which is up her skirt and in her vagina, I guess. And she's like, all right, what? done. And then, so she goes to stab the gym from her leggy, but Shinji can't do it. So then the twins come in to do it for her and drop a bomb on her, basically, and Shinji's dead. And Paprika protects them, and Shinji is dead. And then there's an end scene where Shinji is taken to a hospital, and she's Coco's friend. And then the KKK absorb another white soul into the dildo building, and then they, yeah, they put another they put <laughs> another stone in the butthole. Yes, um, and then Papika wakes up and starts to scream about Mimi, and Coco's like, "Who the fuck is Mimi?" And they're like, "Oh, she's my partner." End episode. Yep. So I. So I. How did your notes go, Gam? I mean, those are pretty much my notes. The only differences in my notes was, um, uh, what, okay, um, what have I written here? Um, that feel when kicked by Resolve, uh, Spaghetti-sode, 
Uh, Boo has a brain, what the fuck? Nap time for lesbians. That's what I called when um, Papika and Yayaka oh, were yeah. too tired to fight each other. I called it nap mm-hmm. time for lesbians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then directly below that is Aum! Um, and then the twins recruiting Spooky. Uh, uh, basically, uh, yeah, Yayaka is Kakona's ex. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kakona boiled the pasta so badly it shattered. Yep. Um, Yayaka and Kakona fight Arino for the Soul Stones for Thanos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, um, the clan got the stone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's it. So. Basically the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the series prior to this episode is a lot of just like, hey, we're going to this world in pure illusion and we're doing these things. Uh, there's other stuff mixed in. Uh, the guy who wrote this series is extremely into uh, psychology and uh, based I mean there are pages amongst pages amongst pages of like just the different kinds of psychology he put into the show Um, but a lot of it's really like common stuff like uh, so he based a lot of it on like Freudian things Um, but he wanted yeah he wanted to show um, with this, that, you know, because Freud's whole thing is just talking about, like, sexual awakening, essentially, and he was like, but it's so much more than that, and obviously, like, he did a lot of, like, um, a lot of research in, like, the psychology of, like, you know, uh, coming out as, like, queer and stuff like that, um. Yeah, which, which Freud does not have exactly. Right. Uh, the best right. views so <laughs> he basically wanted to take like what Freud did and like uh, psychologists who worked like based off of Freudian things and show like hey it's not just about the sexual things though there's a lot more that goes into it and you can even look in um, like the characters are based on the id the superego and the ego uh, Papika is the id um, she has, like, no <laughs> yeah, sense of danger, yeah. just, like, runs in headfirst, purely instinctual, uh, and then, um, Kokona is, um, she's the, uh, the ego, right? I need to, like... Yeah. And then, is Yaya coming to be the super Yes, ego? so Kokona is, like, yeah. way too cautious, way too worried about other people, like, what other people are going to think of her, and, like, wants to do everything <laughs> by the norm, wants to fit in more than anything. Um, and Yayaka is pulled by both things. She's pulled by the internal struggle and by, you know, what society thinks of her. Uh, and a lot of it is Papika getting Kokona to be more comfortable um, with, like, her inner thoughts and, and instinctual things uh, versus just always being, like, cautious. Um, Papika's arc yeah. is internal means external. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they... It's basically them growing off of each other in that regard. Uh, and Yayaka can't fucking stand it because, I mean, obviously Yayaka's in love with Kokona. Uh, and actually, oh, yeah. the next episode is the, fir- is the episode where... Um, uh, Yayaka's actually the one, because going back to your, your your most prized treasure, Yayaka is the mm-hmm. one that actually says, my most prized treasure is Kokona. It's not Papika that does it. Hey. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, okay. So can I can I make a prediction for like the rest of the, the series? Yeah. Does does Yayaka join them and take down the clan? Yayaka does join them, but it's not to take down the clan. <laughs> 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 Yayaka joins them to take down Kokona's mom. <laughs> oh! Okay. So, so. Spoilers. Whole new thing, yeah. Wow, talk about fucking Freudian yes, shit. Yes. <laughs> so. I mean, okay, okay. So, for those who don't know, if I remember right, Freud's. To boil down Freud's uh, views on homosexuality, if I remember correctly. He, he, he essentially boiled it down to those who are homosexual have had either trauma as a child or uh, have something going on with their parents, essentially. Yes. Or both. Yes. Um, also, Freud just loved the idea of everyone wanting to fuck their yes. parents. He just yes, loves the idea really that did. everything wrong with the world can be boiled down to this person wants to fuck their yes. mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> I think he was projecting a yeah, little. Yeah, I think so too. Maybe. Um, so you get the backstory. Mimi is Kokona's mother. Um, Mimi was the first person born uh, that was able to access pure illusion. Um, and they were trying to find a partner for her. And drumroll, <laughs> her partner was Papika. Uh, Papika... <gasps> Was... So Papika doesn't age. No, no. Here's the thing. Papika was the same age she is now when she met Mimi and grew up with alongside Mimi. Also, spoilers, Salt is uh, Kokona's dad. So whenever you were like, yeah, Salt and Pepper had a baby and it's Paprika, I was like, you're not far off. Is is her mom's name Pepper? No, it's Mimi. It's Mimi. It's Mimi and Salt. Um, oh, so it is Mimi. Yeah. Okay. Can we can we nickname her? Pepper? Sure. Yes. Uh, so anyway, just just so just so whenever just so whenever I think about like uh, Kokona being uh, born, I can just think of uh, the yes. Salt and Pepper song. Uh, yes. Push it. Um. So I'd like to just bring uh-huh. up that the family members in Blue's Clues are Mr. Salt, yes, Mrs. Pepper. Paprika, the daughter, Cinnamon, the son, Ginger, the newborn daughter, and Twin of Sage, the newborn son, <laughs> and Grandmother Cayenne. Aww. And Grandmaster Flash. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, so it's basically revealed Mimi was the first person that could, like, access pure illusion, and she basically controls it. Um, Mimi went through a lot of fucking shit, though. Because she was just an experiment, and she was kept in a small room for her whole life. And Papika was the first partner that could be partnered with her that didn't just fucking die. Because it, it, they established that that's a thing that can happen. If you if you partner with someone and your your hearts don't fucking feel the same way, you can just fucking die. Um, oh, okay, that's weird. Yeah, so Papika and Mimi hit it off real well, and Salt... Uh, who at the time is he? His dad's the head scientist, and he's like training under him. He also is like interested in Mimi, so they get her to like basically live a, a decent life. You know, like he convinces his dad to like let her hang out with them and like go outside of her fucking room and and shit like that. And in turn, mm-hmm. she takes Papika to pure illusion, and everything works out for everyone until. His, uh, Salt's dad tries to also go to Pure Illusion and goes fucking crazy. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. So you find out Mimi had a fucking baby. Or is pregnant. And she, like, fucking leaves. Her and Papika go away. And they end up capturing them again. Uh, and coming back. Like, they get brought back. And um, Salt finds out that he's a fucking dad. It's a whole big thing. They take Kokono away from Mimi. And that makes Mimi, like, fucking snap. Uh, and within, like, pure illusion, essentially there are two of her. Like, there's... There's normal Mimi, but then there's also, like, a split personality just from the amount of trauma that has been caused. I... Oh, um, oh, so she... Okay. Yeah. So... So she... She basically gets DID. Yeah. So, uh... Well, split personality yes. is, what it, is what it used to yeah. be called. So, um... Papika remembers Mimi because of the, the shards that are being brought back together... Uh, because all of the shards can open up essentially a gate to pure illusion. It's basically like pieces of Mimi coming back together. So that's why as more pieces get brought, Papika uh... remembers Mimi and starts freaking out about Mimi. Uh, but Mimi's shard ends up going to Kokona at a point, and Mimi essentially like, takes over Kokona's body because uh, Kokona's like pissed off. She lets like. Because uh, she thinks at this point that Papika doesn't, like, like her at all. And she finds out that her grandma was actually working with the KKK scientists uh, to observe her. And she finds out that Yayaka initially was also, like, meant to just observe her and get information on her. Um, so... Yeah, she's really pissed because she's like, well, no one in my life actually fucking gives a shit about me, and I'm just a fucking shitty, empty person, and I hate myself. So, uh, Mimi takes over, and it's a whole big fucking thing. Uh, and then Yayaka's like, Salt goes to Yayaka in a very emotional moment and is like, please help Kokoda, and Yayaka's like, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna fucking do that. And then she goes up to Papika, who's lost hope at this point, and she's like, Hey, listen, I don't care what the fuck you're doing, but, uh, I want to save Kokona, and I want you to fucking help me. So she does. Mm-hmm. And then Yayaka gets a cool transformation. It's cool as shit. Then she has to accept the fact that the girl she loves doesn't love her back and lets her be with Papika. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's... Oh. Yeah. So... So this is essentially Psychonauts meets Steven Universe. Meets Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Meets. He meets Evangelion. Sailor Moon yeah. meets everything. Meets, <laughs> meets Freud. Yeah, meets Freud. Yeah, essentially the creator of the show just went, these are a bunch of things that I'm very interested in. Let's just make something. And it worked. Um, yep. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good time. Uh, oh, I should say I... one other thing. One last thing. Is it's implied yep. that the world that they're in through the entire series, like the normal world, is actually also a part of pure it's illusion. It's actually a pure yeah. illusion world. Yeah. Yeah. I should have said that I thought yeah. of that, like the minute like we were talking about this. Yeah. It's all the the yeah, route they, that, they take yeah. though with it's kind of cool where it's like to them that's their reality. So that's what they say. It's not like a oh, it's all been a dream, haha. It's like, no, this is no, our yeah. reality. It's it's an actual yeah. because because of the nature of pure illusion, it the it's just a dream doesn't work right. because the dream, the quote unquote dream affects reality right. and is like a reflection of reality. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like different levels I, of it. 
I think I would I would legitimately like this more and want to watch all of it if it wasn't like an over the top anime. Yeah. I, I get that. I get that. I just I I'm not a fan of these over the top fighty pew pew mm-hmm. animes. Like mm-hmm. they look amazing, but like the substance that's in them to me just it tastes like Okay, chalk. so then real quick, Gam, how would you rate this episode then? Okay, sorry. Or this anime, I actually sorry. Really, well, this anime. Well, I really like it. Well, I, are we doing a number? I don't know. I thought we did last time, and it was pretty much like you wouldn't watch it. You would watch it, but not anytime soon. And then you absolutely. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's right. It. We went from we went from a negative score as yeah. well. Yeah, because like, if it was so bad, so bad it's good. good. Yeah. So I would probably go. I mean, okay, here's the thing. I would probably watch it again with someone who likes... Like, if Spooky was like, hey, I'm feeling shit. Do you want to just, like, watch the all of this yeah. anime? But like, hell yeah, I'm down for it. So I'd probably mm-hmm. say, like, a six or okay. a seven for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me ask you, Spooky, what do you think I'm going to rate this? Huh. That's a good question. Uh, so while we were watching it, I had a f- the feeling that you liked it more than Gim. But now that, that is that is true. Yeah. So, what did Gam say? Like a six or seven? Yep. Uh, I I I think you liked it more, but maybe not a lot more. Maybe like an eight. <clears throat> Nine. Nine. That's what that's what I gave it. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I don't care about the bullshit. It's stupid. It's anime. It's plot points of yeah. anime that I'm like all about. Yeah. That's like, the thing. Like, Deer, I am Deer is down able for to it. look past that stuff. Like, Deer likes that stuff and able to look past it. Personally, I can't because I... I it's partially <clears throat> I'm unable to shut my brain off with these mm-hmm, types of things. Mm-hmm. And partially, like, my brain shuts off in the worst way yeah. with these sorts of things. Like, mm-hmm. anytime a fight scene started in this anime, you my brain went, yeah. okay, I'm not paying attention anymore. I will anymore. say yeah. the fight scenes... Like, like, it was like yeah. nothing, nothing of substance, nothing of consequence is going to happen in the next two minutes until the end of the scene so there's no point in paying attention i do think the fights Um, have more meaning when you have more they look great too they like whenever whenever and they have some dialogue in them but it's like to me it's still at the end of the day it's like it's not enough substance in there for my brain to be like i need to be paying attention i think like certain fights have more like when Yayaka's beating the shit out of Papika, it, like, has a lot more weight to it, because once you know why, like, once you realize... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so same the, goes the biggest, with, uh, The biggest example uh-huh. for me is, like, um... Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scene where, uh... Chris Pratt's, uh, basically is distracting Ego talking about fucking yeah. Freud, uh, distracting Ego by fighting him. Like, that fight scene is over the top and, like, anime to a degree because they're, like, flying around and, like, hitting each other and not really hurting each other. But that scene captivates me because what's going on in the fight scene and the point of it and the emotional, uh, the emotional, like, fighting that is going on between the two characters is so captivating that it keeps my attention. That makes sense. Whereas, mm-hmm. like... A Dragon Ball fight between two characters. It's like 
I know these characters have history, but like every two minutes they're fighting like yeah. this. It's it's just not. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, definitely, like the the episode three fight is just like here's a cool fight. There's no I, weight behind that at all. It's just yeah. Here's let's show off some animation. The, you know what I mean? Like um. But the thing I, to me is like One Punch Man. I can't stand One okay. Punch Man. I love One Punch Man. I, 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 love it like, too, but... I, I, I think <laughs> it looks beautiful. I think the fights are amazing. But like that show is like I know the point of that show, and I would love that show if the fights weren't in it. Because like I watch these fights, it's like I what's right. the point? Like I know what's going to happen in this fight. Mm-hmm. I don't really have that connection <laughs> to keep me interested. Like I know it's they're not going to beat this character. Um, mm, see, I, I, I towards the end on those last two fights, you really you're not supposed to actually know. So I don't know. Yeah, but the point is, like, there's so many like <laughs> with so many fights going on in the show that it's mm-hmm. like if you're like, oh, but the last two fights you're really interested, in, you don't really know. It's like, yeah, but there's like twenty or fifty other right. fights like it. It's like I understand, but it's just a personal thing. No, I, I definitely yeah, it, get that. Like, that's why I don't say, like, One Punch Man is terrible. Like, no, it is an amazing, amazing series. Just personally, I can't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas I love to just be like, yeah, fuck it, let's get fucking stupid. If I know I'm getting into something that has fucking stupid shit that I'm not going to understand, I'm all for yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way to a degree. I do, I, I like fights, though, for the build-up. Like, I know that you said, Gam, the last, like, you're like, oh, nothing is going to happen until, like, the end of this. But I do, I like the build-up of the fights a lot. Um, the, the only one that kind of captivated me, or, like, kept my attention a little bit, was that one in the final episode. The one with, where they're, like... Uh, with Kokona and Yayaka, one... or with Papika and Yayaka? Uh, with Kokona and, yes. and, and that's Yayaka. My, that's like, one of my favorite scenes. There was a little scenes. bit there that, like, kept my attention for a bit, because it's like, there is something going on between these yes. characters, yeah. and it's like, they're not on the same level, and it's like... It's interesting, like, through the fighting, it's more is revealed about yes. the characters. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, there's, you... like, constant cutting back and forth. You also did mention that you were upset that, like, Yayaka got her ass kicked from a bomb? I, rock, uh, rocket, whatever? Okay, and, so... and let me finish. And me and Spooky both went, there was never a moment in the series where Yayaka got into a fight she lost. There was never okay, so a moment where there was a, a bomb, bomb thrown yeah. at her or she was shot anything. So you don't yeah, know what, I, what, what she can take. That, yeah, what I meant by that was, though, like, when that happened, like, I knew that it, it hadn't happened with the Ayako, so we hadn't unseen it. But when that happened, it instantly reminded me of that, like, sort of through line with anime. And it's like, I'm not blaming the show being like, the minute that happened, it took me out because it didn't. But because yeah. I was like, oh, okay, we actually don't know what this character can take. But the minute she took the missile, I was like, if this like if this was any substandard anime or like a just normal anime, like it would immediately like it it, it highlights the instant issue that I have with yeah. anime fights in that stakes are never clear, and it's like if they're anime stakes, I'm completely fine with that. If they're realistic stakes, I'm completely fine with that. But when they muddle the two. <laughs> It's when it frustrates me. It's like the equivalent of, like, I brought it up in the commentary. It's like the equivalent of a video game where, like, Call of Duty, you can get shot a million times and you'll be fine, but then a cutscene comes along and you get shot by a character in a cutscene and you're dead immediately. Like, it's that kind of thing where it's like, what is, like, if does a bullet kill me or not? Like, you can't magically decide that one minute it does, and that's meant to give me, like, 
magical, like, I'm meant to be involved now, whereas, like, but five minutes ago I got hit with 50 bullets and I was fine. I get that. I get but, like, that. this scene, it, I didn't get that because you're right. We hadn't seen Yaka get hit by anything. We've only seen Yaka get, like, hit and kicked and everything, which, if they were going for realistic, that would have annoyed me. But they weren't. They went for the anime realism of uh, kicking and punching and everything, like, can wound a character, but it won't wound them enough where they're, like, uh, on the ground, passed right. out or anything, or they're dead. Unless it's, I, like, an over-the-top punching sort of thing. I guess, for me, in that case, like, the stakes were absolutely clear when that happened. Because, for me, the fact that A2 did it to her is what, like, makes it clear to me. Yeah. Like, it <laughs> yeah, makes yeah. it... Well, that's... <laughs> it makes it seem like, okay, A2 and them are on a higher level than the others. Oh. Because there were multiple times... There were multiple times that, like, they got their shit kicked in back and forth, like, quite a lot. Yeah. But, like, they didn't die from it. But then as soon as, like, a rocket hits them when their guard is basically down and they're trying to protect someone, like, you're not taking the momentum to, like, actually dodge or, like, counter or, like, anything like that. It's like, yeah, you're going to get your shit right. blown up. I should also say something I, I, I forgot I, to mention that's kind of important. Uh, the twins aren't actual people they were they're artificial they were made um ah of course they are it really is a two got it which is something i should bring up yeah yeah because the only natural human in that grouping yeah so so my thing with that dear is like i understand that and that's that's what i'm saying like that's fine like that that i completely understand what i meant is like that reminds me of like what what you're saying is like it was the fact that it was the, the twins that did it and like it got them it's like again that's the equivalent of like in a cutscene, a, 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 someone who's with me shoots me in the head and kills me dead. It's like, okay, I know the stakes, but it's like, again, I had just been right. hit, like, 20 minutes ago by, like, 50, 100 it's bullets. Like, like, but this yeah. one bullet is what killed me. It's, it's, to me, it's not enough to go, it doesn't, it, it matters who shoots the missile. It has to matter about, sort of, the, what's going on in it. And, like, just saying, but her defenses were down, it's like, yeah, but like, if her defenses is up, she like, there's not much she can do against a missile. Right. Yeah. No, so, like, I, so at this point, I'm unless realizing you use, it... <laughs> unless you use like, the, unless you're continuing with anime realism, where it's like she can shoot out a, a shuriken or something, and that'll blow up the missiles before it hits her. Where it's like, okay, but then we're still in magical re- anime realism. We're not muddying it with realistic realism. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is one of those things where like, I just don't care. Yeah. I mean, and. <laughs> Like, I mean, yeah, that's why yeah. I'm saying it really it's a doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah, and I mean, Gam's also said with this that that's not the case with this. Um, I would agree. Like, if it was like Poppyka or something that it happened to, it'd be a little bit like okay. It, but because it was, it's Yayaka, if it was like Poppyka yeah. had come up behind Yayaka and like twisted her neck or something, that would have taken me out of it because it's like you, you, Poppyka and Yayaka have just had like a two-minute-long fight scene where they've been right. punching and kicking each other. But suddenly now, Papika's able to kill Yayaka instantly. Yeah. Like, that would have taken me out of it. Yeah, but, but even... Because it's, like, yeah. a teammate, and it's a completely different weapon, and it's, like, Yayaka isn't this magical girl. It's, like, yeah, yeah that's completely fine to yeah. me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because Yayaka didn't have the magic, and we've never seen her interact with that. So it makes she sense. She never had the heart of the cards. Yeah, she never... Well, mm-hmm. she ends up getting the heart of the cards whenever she finally admits that she loves Kokona more than anything. But we won't get into that. She gets her own Lebsian transformation yes. scene. 
and it's precious. Aww. The whole reason that they're like, oh, hey, you're useless, you stupid bitch, is because she's protected Coconut because she can't bring herself to hurt her, put her in danger. So, I, like, I guess fuck. the question we have to ask yeah. Spooky, do you have any statues from characters of They this don't anime? make them, or I would. <laughs> This Aww. show surprised. Like this show actually didn't do super well in sales. Sadly, yeah, really? I wanted it to. I really wanted merch. I do have the. I bought the uh, deluxe box set, but that's like the only thing they've really uh -huh. brought um, up. So, okay, real real supplementary question: Does the deluxe box set have some type of like holographic thing on it? Like what you know what I mean by holographic? Like with the. The, the shiny yes. sort of texture yes. on it. Does it have that yeah, anywhere? Yeah. Of course. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll like take pictures after this and send it. <laughs> it's exactly what you're imagining it, though. It's 100% exactly it. It's... All, all I'm going to say is that spooky. If you found someone to 3D model or something, uh -huh. I could, in theory, 3D print it. Ooh. I'll have yeah. to keep that um, in my <laughs> So basically what we're saying is get your pre-orders in yeah. now for the Boo-Chan figurine yeah. coming <laughs> for, the, for the Shinji yes. figurine. <laughs> With removable brain yeah. lid. Yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck. I love Boo-Chan's uh, fucking human brain. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, the fa okay, the thing that gets me about it is that, like, in every episode, and Spooky pointed this out, and after Spooky pointed it out, I was like, oh, okay, that's a bit weird, but, like, it's an anime, it makes sense. But then we see the brain. Boo-chan dies in, like, every episode yeah. as, like, a joke, and it's, like, an anime death, so it's not, mm -hmm. like, a real death of, like, meaning meaningful. It's, like, Boo-chan gets stomped on and, like, liquid spurts out. It's, like, okay, haha, whatever. Boo we're not focused on it, so Boo-chan comes back. Um, but then it's, like, revealed that Boo-chan has this brain, and it's, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, every, oh, there's like the liquid that comes out is like brain juice. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like coolant yeah. or something. That's like, yeah. Uh-huh. Can I mention that you can buy all of Flip Flappers on Steam? Yes, you can. <laughs> it's on yes. Steam? It's on Steam? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Does that mean it's a category on, on Twitch? I, oh I saw God. that. You can literally just yeah. buy it on Steam. I saw that uh, one time just like scrolling through uh, the internet and I thought that like maybe in Japan they released a Flip Flappers game and I got really excited and then I clicked it and it was like, oh wait, it's just the series. <laughs> it has recommended specifications. Uh-huh. It does. <laughs> Oh, okay. Anyway, um, I, yeah, this is a good one. I, I like the Lebsians. I don't mm -hmm. like the pink-haired weird dude. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. I want to actually right. watch this. Well, I, I think yeah. I would watch it if, like, I was in a better situation in my life and was able to just be like, you know what? I'll sp I'll I'll be able to throw away like an entire day watching the rest of this anime that I don't mm. know if I really want to spend time on or not. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. I Scaredy Scaredy and I have been talking about watching this sometimes. So you either of you are welcome mm. to jump on for that ride. Um, let me let me know. Yeah, we'll do. Um, I really enjoy this show um, a lot. I'm glad that you guys did too. I'm hey. really glad. I was nervous. Gam, do you want some sweet potato that was totally made for me and it's oh, nice yeah, and dear, sweet dear. and turns me, me super safe? Some sweet potato. Here you hand go. Me some sweet potato. Ow. Ow. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, well, that that was actually great because the first scene where we get an arm is like Paprika does like have the sweep to her. She's like, open up, and then Coconut goes, ah, and then Paprika just shoves it in her. So it's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was unintentionally hilarious yeah, because every time we keep making these fucking jokes. Yeah. <laughs> the first piece, uh. piece of merch we ever make for Spooky's fucking podcast is just going to be how how. <laughs> oh, open uh. up wide and how how. Um, that that's like the minute I step off an airplane at. Ohio airport, and I see Spooky. Spooky better have like a, like some sweet in her hand, and I'll just like lean Done. forward and go, "Oh, yeah!" Dead. I'm just walking through the airport, holding hot sweet potato in my hand, like ready to go. Spooky, and it has if... to be a purple sweet potato. Okay, if he gets a sweet potato, can I just have a burger? Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. I have this like steaming sweet potato in my hand, and Gam like contacts me to let me know that his flight got delayed, and I'm just like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> and you're just you just don't you're just like i don't know what to fucking yeah. do now so you just stand there for the next three hours oh my god i wish you could meet people at gates still yeah wait you can't do that no oh do we want to get into a conversation about post 9 11? Because we can. I mean, no, I understand. I understand why. I just forget sometimes that American yeah. airports are like a lot stricter. Oh, yeah. than other, we other we we used to be able to, but then yeah. But then, but then what? What happened, dear? What 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 would happen that changed everything? Are you well, saying something happened? Perhaps yes. On a, so, a certain day, coconut <laughs> fucking. <laughs> So basically what you're saying is A2 and and the guy from Evangelion Cause 9-11, yes. Cause 9-11. Yep, there we go. So that's the end of the podcast. That's the podcast, everybody. That's it. We're never coming back. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.